We're recording. Okay. Bah. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Peasant Party Podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Warren. It is 5.10 on a Wednesday. It's still scorching hot here in Austin, Texas. Um, hence, yeah, we're still doing all the sandals and stuff. I cannot wait to wear actual boots and stuff again. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't want to cut in too long of personal venting. I want to introduce the person to my right. Um, we've got a returner back in studio. Want to say, hey, what up? Thank you for having me. Want to reintroduce yourself? <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so my name's Owen. I run a dating page. Well, Dating with Owen. I almost said welcome to Dating with Owen. But yeah, I, I live in the Arlington, Virginia area. Soon to actually be re relocating to Austin, Texas. Woohoo. And, Woo. you know, I'm just glad to be here. You heard it here first. Yeah, this is Dating with Owen, um, who I actually met. I met on TikTok um, probably about, yeah, a little over a year ago, which is when my kind of journey started. Um, I follow and connected with a lot of other dating content creators of um, you know all backgrounds all viewpoints but I think Owen uh, like you quickly kind of just like become friends with the people that are actually normal and not crazy <laughs> yeah, um, we all find each other because there's a few of us that um, like we kind of keep in touch um, kind of behind the scenes and yeah. um, it's really nice to have that network but I would say yeah you're the first person I met probably with one of the people I'm closest with um, so I'm super fired up to have you another friend out here in Austin um, and excited for you to start that journey I think you're gonna love it here yeah, I mean, I'm super excited to be here. I've been to Austin now. I think this is my third trip, and every time I've, you know, gotten to do new things, got to meet new people, and honestly, it's, like, been growing and growing and growing, and my friends back home are like, yo, why don't you just move there? And I'm like, you know what? Why not? I mean, I can work remotely, and mm -hmm. here we are. So yeah. let's give it a try. Are you going to miss having a professional sports team here? I've yeah, that one's going to be uh, tough. I mean, I know they have Austin FC, so – that will be really cool, especially when, like, Messi comes to town. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely try to go to that. But not having, like, basketball, especially football, I mean, whatever. It's just any sport to really go to besides soccer will be a little tough. Oh, yeah. You know what's actually, like, relatively cheap? And everyone gives me shit for saying this. But, like, there is this one, like, airline. And they do, like, it's like a private jet that will take you from Austin to Dallas for, like, 120 bucks each way or something. It's like JSX or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can yeah. bring pets on it, too. Like, they're super friendly for bringing pets. Um, but yeah, like I've, it's funny cause like I, friends used to joke when I talk to somebody and they'd be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to Dallas tomorrow. I'd be like, Oh, how are you getting there? And they'd be like, by car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, it's relatively cheap and normal to fly private Austin to Dallas. Fun fact. I don't know. Um, can't say I've ever done it, but like, Hey, maybe I'll, maybe I'll check it off the on... bucket list once you're here though. Yeah. Maybe I end up going to like a Cowboys game or something. Who knows? You should. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. Um, it's so, I'm so like, literally I said hi to you outside. I was like, let's go record a podcast. So I think we're both kind of like out of breath. It's super freaking hot outside. It's like um, 150. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like one kind of story arc that you've had going, um, for out, throughout the summer on TikTok, um, that I think really resonates, um, a lot like, um, prior to getting into a relationship, I was single for the course of three years. I was the last of um, my close girlfriends from home, right. um, to get into a relationship. And I just remember like, all these things that um, sometimes they would just say to me that I think they were trying to be nice, but it was just like so annoying. So you've had kind of this like story arc of like things to stop saying to single people, like what not does it yeah. say to your single friends, how not to treat your single friends. And it's, it's been really kind of fun to watch because it was like I could not relate more, relate more like kind of, yeah, between the ages 26, 29, it was like. All everything you talked about, I was like, I just ugh, like you're, you're giving me PTSD right now. But I, I love yeah. the series. Yeah. You know, it's funny. That one kind of like came out of nowhere because i ended up doing the video i did like a stitch to another creator and 
that one kind of like blew up. I remember one day I just logged on to the app and I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when you see like the 99 plus like on the mm-hmm. notification tab, I was like, oh, like this motherfucker cooking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? A lot of people are like, yeah, I like, I totally agree. And, you know, and, you know, putting their own personal like anecdotes and whatnot in there. And I was kind of like, you know what? This might be able to turn into something. Mm-hmm. So then I did another video and mm-hmm. another video. And then people kept giving me more and more and more. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I've heard that too. And it didn't make me feel good. And, mm-hmm. you know, off we went. And, you know, it's been like a thing now turned into a whole series and having a lot of fun with it. Nice, nice. No, I, I, I love it. Was there like a specific incident in like your own personal life that kind of just um, was the catalyst for, for this? Um, did something like that come up for you? Um, I actually, believe it or not, I wasn't anything like personally like that happened, like I guess to me personally in the last like, you know, few months, but it was more like a series of unfortunate events that's happened over the last few years mm-hmm. and watching other people's videos and kind of seeing the things that they've heard or the things that they've gone through. It's kind of like, well, I'm not alone in this. And if mm-hmm. I can, you know, get that voice out there and let other people know that they're not alone as well. It's like, we can almost like congregate and, you know. I don't even want to say a safe space, Mm -hmm. but it could be a space where people can come to and, like, understand that, like, you're going through it, too. I'm going through it, too. It sucks. And, like, we Mm -hmm. just want things to change. And hopefully we can uh, achieve that. Yeah. No, I I, I love it. Um, I love, yeah, I I love kind of the story arc. Um, I know um, you've done a lot of collaborations with, like, Shaney Silver. Um, Love her. Um, She's great. Shout out to Shaney if if she decides to watch this. Um, Please do. Yeah. Big, big fan of hers, too. Um, Yeah. I mean, I guess kind of high level what are some things that we need to stop saying to single people or stop doing or, you know, oh, oh. off the top of your head? What's the biggest one? The biggest one off definitely off the top of my head is you need to get yourself out there. And, you know, the kind of like contradicting um, mm-hmm. advice because people will be like, love, you know, love will find you when you least expect it or you'll find love when you least expect it. However, when you talk to them, traditionally, it's somebody who is partnered. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, I was on Hinge, Tinder, Bumble. I was involved at, you know adult the young adults group at church i mm-hmm. was going to intramural kickball intramural volleyball i was doing activities that put me in the space to meet people mm-hmm. or i was set up by a coworker, or whatever so it's not like they were walking in amazon prime just like dropped a dude or mm-hmm. dropped a partner into their mailbox like no they put themselves out there and they found what they were looking for mm-hmm. through trial and error so it's kind of like if it you didn't do it why do you expect like somebody else to just like have life just like drop their partner into their lap Exactly. It doesn't work that way. So much of it, too, is just luck. Like, it's there's so much right place, right oh, time. Yeah. Like, you know, you never know who's going to walk in the door at the gym that day or who you're going to swipe through on the apps and just, you know, the stars align just right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, you match, but you're at the top of everyone's queue in a way that, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's just crazy. And, like, I remember, um, like, when I got out of a relationship in 2019 – um, and it was so frustrating because it was, I, I'd moved here. I, I got in a relationship. It was, I dated two coworkers back to back, which probably wasn't the best whoa, decision. Whoa. Um, but, um, yeah, like moved here. And then of course, um, his friends that were from our, that we worked with were also my friends. Um, and then of yeah. course the relationship ended and it was like, they all gravitated toward him. And all of a sudden I'm just like, I feel like I have no friends anymore. Um, and I'm just like, what do I do? I'm in a new city before I'd been in that relationship. I was in um, a different relationship um, back in my previous city. Right. And so it was really just like alone in a new city, single for the first time. And I just remember I was so confused and so stressed and so upset. And the advice or quote unquote advice, I would advice. say that people would give me was just um, it was, well, well, go work on yourself. Use this time <laughs> to go work on yourself. And I was just like. 
up until like a week ago, I fucking loved myself. Like right. I, everything I had it made, like I have the great job. I have everything I could ever want. The only thing I no longer have is the guy that I was with and freaking love doesn't love me back anymore. Like go fuck yourself. Don't tell me go work on myself. What, right. the, what do I need to work on? Like, and so it, it was like, I'm sure just, you know, empty advice of just what else do you say to a person, particularly if they were, you know, a, a mutual friend of, um, you know, myself and, and the, the guy at the time. Um, but it was just, it was something I freaking hated. And it's something like, as I've seen friends get out of relationships, I'm yeah. like, I'm never saying this thing. I'm never saying go work on yourself to a person or, you know, use the time to work on yourself. Because it's also just like when people get in relationships, when people get married, it's not like they figured out something you couldn't figure out. Right. I hate that. And I, I think, too, like one of the things that's like really tough and a lot of people might over almost overlook it when they say these things to people is mm-hmm. it's almost like you're inherently blaming that person. Like, what's wrong mm-hmm. with you? Or there's something wrong with you. That's why you're single. And in reality, that's not really the case mm-hmm. because a lot of people have, you know, things they are going through or maybe work is extremely busy or really just plain out bad luck. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've gotten to that point in society where people look at people at a given age. And they'll be like, oh, so-and-so is single at 39, 40, insert age here, you know, mm-hmm. b- above. And they're like, oh, well, clearly she is the problem or she, there's something is wrong with him or her. And that's not always the case. I mean, some people have just different passions and different hobbies and life just works out for them differently. So it's kind of like we do have to be mindful of that, too. Mm-hmm. Totally. And um, obviously, like, there's always the empty things that people say to single people. But there's also just this kind of sense of feeling like singles can get othered in a way and i think you've talked about too where it's like you know you rent you rent the house as a group for a you know a group fun trip and then the single people get the the sofa and then the couples the couples pay the same amount for their room and then the single people end up paying more money to sleep on a sofa yeah yeah like oh i've i've been on on that side of things like um, you know, I'm trying to think of what other ones. Singles tables at weddings can, you know, go die in a fire. It's like the island of misfit toys, I like to call oh it. Oh, my God. And it's so funny, too, because, like, I've, I've heard, like, you know, women who are now married say, well, I had a singles table at my wedding and no one complained. It's like, no to one's going to complain to a bride. Like, what the, like, of course nobody complained to you. Like, yeah. so it's just uh, the singles table always bugged me. Um, I never, like, I, I think I had one of those, and it was so funny, too, because it was, like, I was, like, my other friends were all sat together. It's, like, why not put me with my friends? Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what other ones there were. Um, friend, like, friends just wanting to play almost, like, The Sims with your life and, like, try to set you up with people or, like, oh, my gosh, like, my, and it, it made me kind of sad because I know my closest friends from home meant well, um, but mm-hmm. when I would go home, like, I remember, like, it was coming close to, to Christmas, and it was, like, I call my mom and I'm like, I'm just getting so anxious about going home and seeing my closest friends. I know they mean well, but just the questions of like, can I see what Tinder looks like and all of that? Are you dating anybody? It was just like, mom, whenever I, I talk to them, whenever I talk to them, it's always about the dates. They just they don't shut up about the dates and like, yeah, like it was just. I, w- I wish there was just like a a good better or just a, a manual to just pass to you know couple friends when you're the single person in the group. You know, sometimes it kind of feels like, especially with friends and family, you can literally create a patent that can solve, I don't know, even dementia. Mm-hmm. And people won't care. Mm-hmm. But they'll, they'll be like, oh, but you're single. Oh, my God. Or you can really do something really monumental in your life. And if you're single, it's almost like not as great mm-hmm. as if you were essentially doing nothing but mm-hmm. had a partner. And it's almost like they look at those two as like, being on the same level as maybe the partnered people person be even higher because yeah. they have that partner and it's kind of like 
make it make sense. Totally. Um, and in your, within your family, like when you go and like have like family dynamics, you go, you everyone gets together. Um, do you feel like they place, um, you know, a, a level of like accomplishment on, on being partnered or do you get the stuff like the questions and whatnot from aunts, uncles, grandparents, anything like that? Yeah, I actually would say a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to see it because my older sister is engaged. She's going to mm-hmm. marry next year. And for a while, it was kind of like her since she's older. When are you mm-hmm. getting married? When are you getting married? When are you getting married? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, <laughs> that question's been answered. I'm starting to get more of the, okay, so where's, yeah, where's, you know, Mrs. Wright? Where's your girlfriend? And I'd like to joke with them, like, they'll find out who she is when they get the wedding invite in the mail. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I've fallen victim in the past to... You know, counting, you know, I guess the chickens before they hatch. Oh, gosh, I've done And really that too. speaking too early about something I'm really excited about. You know, I get really, you know, amped up, and then mm-hmm. it doesn't work out. And then everybody's like, oh, where's so-and-so? And it's like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. well. Totally. <laughs> and does your family have, like, rules on, like, you have a big family gathering and – um, people have obviously if you're if you're married you you bring your you bring a, a spouse and your right. your family. Um, do, do you guys have like a kind of rule or unspoken rule about who gets to come home um, or who gets to come to the trip or things like that? Um, I only say that because um, I think I think you got to read our, our letter ahead of time. We're we're weaving into our letter in a second. Yeah, no, actually, believe it or not, I've actually never taken a trip with family mm-hmm. where I've brought a partner because mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever made it to the point where I'd feel comfortable or they would ever feel comfortable enough to do it. And we don't mm-hmm. really take. At least with my parents, we don't take a lot of family trips mm-hmm. in general, especially my parents being divorced. Mm-hmm. But I do have, like, friend trips that I've brought people with that we've been seeing each other for, like, a few months. But we haven't crossed that, like, threshold into family. So that would be new territory for me. So we'll see. Totally. totally. And that, yeah, and that totally makes sense. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of want to jump into our, our next one because it relates to that a little bit. Um, so yeah, mailbag. And I'm, I've picked all my single questions, um, cause I know that you're the expert on these topics. Um, well, no, cause of, cause, of, cause of the niche, I think you'd be a great help. Um, you'd be great helping me answer them, some of these. So, uh, subject line is facing the family after a bad breakup. Um, 26 female, oh my gosh, I need glasses. 26 female got out of a three year relationship in early June was a shitty breakup that blindsided me. And my ex is already in a new relationship. You could say it's been an awful summer and it may just be about to get worse. Every Labor Day weekend, my entire extended family does a big lake trip. My mom is one of seven kids, so it's big. Everyone who is married or engaged obviously brings their spouse or partner, but family members are also allowed to bring serious significant others if they have one. My siblings and older cousins who brought a boyfriend or girlfriend ended up getting engaged to them shortly after. One cousin's engagement even happened on the trip. Last summer, I brought my then-boyfriend. I did not, did not invite him the two prior years we were together, knowing I only wanted to invite the man I'd marry. My family loved him, and I know I drunkenly said to a few aunts that we'd be engaged the next year and how excited I was to marry him. That obviously didn't happen, so I am dreading this trip. All the questions and looks of pity I'll get from all my aunts and grandma. On top of that, my cousin, who is a year younger than I am, got engaged and is bringing her fiancé, who she's only been with for a year. My family, particularly a few aunts and grandma, is old school, in the way that they see marriage as an accomplishment for women. Nobody in the family has ever divorced, and there is no cool single aunt or anything like that I can bond with. I've thought about faking an illness or injury or finding some way to get out of it, but in some ways, that would be a bummer too. Outside of the relationship prioritization, I love the lake and haven't missed a trip ever. And I see my family, uh, including my parents and siblings, less and less since we're all on separate coasts. But I also have to consider my own mental health, so do I go? If I do, what's a good game plan for me? What are some fun yet still polite responses to awkward questions? And what do I do if I start to spiral? Anything helps. Love a single bitch. Yeah, okay. So 
from this top, you know, I definitely empathize with their situation because I've, you know, made the decision to not like a family trip. So as I mentioned, I've never really done it like that. Mm-hmm. But I've brought, you know, romantic partners, girlfriends in the past to baby showers, christenings, and really just family events. And honestly, God, like to this day, they still ask. Like I remember mm-hmm. I brought my ex-girlfriend six years ago to my aunt's house. She met her one time. Mm-hmm. And... She is still like, oh, how is she? How is she doing? Do you still keep in touch with her? Even though, like I said, we broke mm-hmm. up six years ago. To the point, actually, she's getting married in like three weeks. And mm-hmm. I had to like literally send her the wedding website for her to stop asking me uh-huh. how she was doing. And if oh, we goodness. were getting back together because she's getting married to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, you know, get how that can be a little awkward and a little difficult. And for me, what I would do is just be, you know, straightforward and straight and honest, mm-hmm. you know. Unfortunately, you know, things did not work out. However, you know, it's really, you know, great to see you. I'm really glad to be here and really enjoy our time together. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I'm gonna, I'm continuing to do the things that make me happy, getting myself out there. And what's meant to be will find its way into my life. And if they can't understand that, then, I mean, that's kind of like their loss. Because ultimately, that's not where the validation comes in your life. And they knew you and your identity before this partner came along. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like if they are unable to see that, that's really one of those problems that's like their thing. And you just got to like just keep marching and keep moving forward. Totally. Um, yeah. And I think to kind of unpack, um, I do think she should go. Like I think mm-hmm. the question of should I or should I not go? 100%. Um, yeah. Like and I and I would do I would do the same thing. Um, I was in like I have a similar situation ish. Like um, so it's the, the same 2019 like guy that broke up with me. Um, and it's crazy cause this is all going to like come, I guess, to a, a head pretty soon. Um, but like that happened like five days after I brought him along on a family trip to the beach. Wow. He broke up with me like five days after me and my family. And it was just like, I would like that. I think that alone like made me more angry about that than it, than I should have been. But it was like, so it was like very like stressful and it was like a bunch of aunts and uncles, all of that. And of course, like went golfing with my dad on my uncles and stuff. And um, I'm pretty sure I drunkenly had a few like, oh, I love him to the aunts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he broke up with me. And then ever since then, it was like we hadn't had a big family trip since then. But there was like the feeling of like, oh, fuck, like I'm going to have to go face this family again and yeah. like look like the idiot. Um, and it's it, like it was something that kept me, like, kind of kept me up at night. Um, and then the same family, that like the whole family trip is going to the same beach. It's going to be like mid-september and i think buddy's coming with me to it so it's just like buddy, i know i'm stuck um yeah i think kayla's gonna be there <laughs> okay yeah ca- okay yeah, great. so like yeah, yeah, um yeah. yeah i need to like lock in my ticket and everything but like i remember like and it was just there was that feeling in the back of my mind of like if i have a trip where i see my family again it's mm-hmm. like i'm gonna have to explain myself all over of that and over and like it sucks so I'm, I'm just telling this girl that i really commit like i can commiserate with you and i, I can acknowledge that that is a and it's just i feel like too like just as a as a woman like there's just like so much feeling of like success and having a good relationship or failure and something not working out like yeah. i don't know if men can relate as much um but like especially if you got like grandma's old school kind of thing um but no i can i can totally re- relate to that i would say a game plan um I, I will say like even though there's not like a cool aunt like a cool single aunt or like a you know someone that's been divorced or something like that if you do have a family member that is kind of your advocate that you can lean on mm-hmm. do that like if you're and you you know best what that is like if it's mom because it's it's mom's siblings just saying like yeah. hey like mom like can i you know have you can i lean on you for timeouts can i have a safe word or something with you whoever you want that to be um but kind of have that team around you i would say 
Yeah, and I feel like sometimes it's almost like you just want to, like, get, like, a sticky note and put mm-hmm. it on your forehead mm-hmm. with, like, bullet points for all the things that will come up. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, we broke up. Yes, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm healthy. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. my dog is healthy. Any questions? Because ultimately, you, it does get frustrating and mm-hmm. tiring having to answer the same question mm-hmm. over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, the family members can get attached. So that's always, like, that risk mm-hmm. that you bring, you know, when you bring somebody around if they don't, you know, work out. But ultimately, the show has to go on. Mm-hmm. Life will continue. There will be other people. And mm-hmm. ultimately, it's just, like, Ah, people like let it go. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's that's annoying at times, but we gotta just roll with it. I agree. Um, yeah, I would say do that, and I don't know if this makes it like because I don't want to make something more of an issue. It's one of those. It's like oh, like don't make it an issue unless it's an issue. Um, yeah. so you know your family better than I would, but if it helps to say like, hey mom, like if there's because I'm sure there's a family email chain. Like my my all the siblings and on my dad's side of the family have that. Um, where it's like either you say, hey, can I get your help? Can you put an email into this chain or can I write something and you send it just saying, hey, FYI, like this is, you know, happened relatively, relatively recently, you know, no, where's Bob, um, you know, no, like, yeah. uh what's next for you? Um, like maybe that makes you more other than you would knowing if, if your family's like that. Um, but if it seems like something that's appropriate, like lean on your parents. Um, and then, yeah, like I would also lean on your parents to like, I, like if there's room to get like, a certain bedroom or a certain like you have some they sometimes it's like when you have a a family trip like that there's everyone has like a job if it's like maybe it's like you'd be the one who goes and gets the groceries from the store so you've got more time to yourself or like you can take breaks i would say like that would help too yeah i mean definitely it's kind of like things might be a little awkward and dare i say unusual at the beginning but Mm -hmm. people get used to things and if you've shown up single for let's say 15 family trips and maybe mm-hmm. for two you showed up unsingle or just partnered mm-hmm. i feel like it shouldn't be some monumental earth shattering you know revelation mm-hmm. if you show up for like another two or three being single and i guess people get like really dramatic about these relationships and things like that and mm-hmm. it's one of those things like why yeah it's meant to be will be and you just gotta just relax and just wait until it happens and the family members chill out yeah, I also think, yeah, it's probably not going to be as bad as you think. Like, I think mm-hmm. you, everyone thinks everyone's thinking more about them than they actually are. Um, but I, I, I think that's, like, kind of part of it, too, is, like, everyone's going to be, the you know, the aunts that have the, the toddlers are going to be chasing their kids. Like, yeah, it's going to be um, less of a you thing. Like, you know, if there's a forgetful grandma, you might have, like, one question to deal with. But, like, yeah, I think you got this. Um, yeah, she's got this. Yeah, definitely uh, in her corner. Hope I don't know when this trip is, but hope mm-hmm. she has a fantastic time. This weekend, Labor Day weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, hope yeah, you don't. We'll they get, have we'll the, get this episode out before then. Yeah, hope they have the time in their lives and just do the things that make themselves happy and just forget what anybody else says. Because ultimately, that's as long as you're being true and honest to yourself, that's what matters. Totally. Um, yeah. Do you do you feel like there's like um, you know, silly? But do you think there's like kind of a double standard in there, like where it's like got, like um, men you know, being asked these questions by family versus women, like, are you getting more of like, um, how's work or are you getting the, you know, why are you still single questions from family members? Yeah, I, I definitely 100% think that there's a, a bias because, you know, traditionally with men, they'll be like, oh, you know, the eligible bachelor, like, mm-hmm. oh, like the player, like, oh, okay, he has his bachelor pad, he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And if a woman, you know, in the same position financially, whatever, across the board, but just change the fact that they're a woman, it's like, oh, they're lonely or it's mm. sad. And it's 
not even like what are you accomplishing at work it's like oh so like are you dating yeah oh, how's that going like what's going on with that meanwhile with guys it'll be like hey you know what are you know some business related ventures or what about mm-hmm. you know how the yankees doing this year which isn't too good i don't even know why i brought them up but <laughs> you know they'll bring up things that are just completely unrelated to dating mm-hmm. and for like women it's kind of like hot button hot button hot button mm-hmm. where it's like why <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Do you ever feel like too though? Um, you get whether it's you know older older like male family members like older married men or um or you know like older like male coworkers where it's like they have all these assumptions about what it's like to be a single man today where they're like oh if I was on Tinder I'd totally be doing all these things like do you get some of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely get, I get a few of that, especially from my older cousins and even um I have a few cousins who are around my age who've been dating their partner for literally forever since like maybe the first semester of college so they never mm-hmm. really got to do the tinder bumble hint etc thing mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh so like do you get to talk to all these people and it's kind of like listen it's not as it's not all it's mm-hmm. like kicked out to be and it's almost like trying to find a needle in a haystack because yes you could potentially expand your dating pool exponentially but it's almost like the quality versus quantity thing and mm-hmm. they think it's kind of like this fun game and it's like almost like pokemon gotta catch them all mm-hmm. and in reality it doesn't work that way and i hear if man if i was on bumble i'd be swiping till my fingers were getting sore and it's kind of like no well, you wouldn't you probably wouldn't unless it cost you a lot of money mm-hmm. and if you think for a second you'd be getting matches left right front and center i mean hey you might want to like send your pictures to a modeling agency because like mm-hmm. everyone else thinks that too yeah it's like <laughs> no you wouldn't and it's like it's like it's also like you're still talking to women like mm-hmm. yeah like you have this thing at your fingertips but no like you're not gonna you know go behind a dumpster and just you know meet a meet a woman there or something like i feel like sometimes yeah. i don't know oh like older married people of of all genders just sometimes give the strangest dating advice or they have the strangest takes on modern dating i feel like yeah, I feel like after some time, like, almost, like, out of the game, a lot of people kind of, like, lose almost, like, their perception and mm-hmm. lose just the concept of how dating is today. And I literally was just having this conversation with my cousin. He's a, a year younger than me, what, a week and a half ago? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it would be really great to, you know, find Mrs. Wright. And he's like, are you sure you want that? I'm like, I mean, yeah, like, it's just not, like, mm-hmm. something I can just, like check a few boxes and it's like all right like come on lady like i'll see you in two days like all right my wife's here like no it's mm-hmm. hard out here but he met his girlfriend in college they had the same class and mm-hmm. you know off they went and they're probably gonna be getting married in the next like year mm-hmm. year and a half so he's never done the dating apps it's like he doesn't get it i mean mm-hmm. he means well we're super close but sometimes it's like ah, like unless mm-hmm. you've been in the like the trenches have been in the fire it's like you'll just never understand totally um no and i I've, I've definitely like felt the same way where it's like you know the old the older female coworkers that never touched the dating apps like mm-hmm. back in the day i was just like what like do you think i'm just like you know meeting people left and right and out until midnight like on a tuesday like i no, like absolutely not um oh like it's fucking older married smug people um <sighs> yeah um how do you okay fun question before our second mailbag uh, what are some fun ways to respond to people who ask you why are you still single or how are you still single what are good answers to a terrible fucking question? Yeah, I actually used to tell um some family members, especially when they would ask about why did so and so you know relationship end or what happened. I would say, oh, they got ate by a shark, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that was actually a funny thing for a while because you know living in Jersey, you know going to the shore was like a huge thing, and then there mm-hmm. actually was like a bad shark attack one summer, <laughs> and then I was kind of like, oh, I should probably like move away from that just for like sensitivity mm-hmm. purposes because that really isn't funny truly. Mm-hmm. So now I just say, um, 
you know, Amazon got my order lost in the mail. And mm. when I find it, I'll let you guys know. Because ultimately, I'm still out there looking for, you know, like, Mrs. Wright. But it's one of those things you can't, like, force. And you mm. just, just got to be true to yourself and just do the things that you enjoy. And just try to be the best version of yourself when you're going on these dates. And just hope for the best. Totally, totally. Ugh, like, the, the freaking annoying questions are the worst. Um, yeah. And I think I asked you, like, last time you were in here, like, you've never been, um, like, set up or attempted to be set up by friends or family members, have you? No. no. Although, I was recently approached on uh, Instagram <laughs> by this uh, matchmaker. Oh. She does uh, elite matchmaking in D.C. <laughs> and she was, you know, hey, is this something you'd be open to? You know, we're looking for males within a certain, you know, age range mm -hmm. to add into our database. And I ultimately, I had a phone screen. <laughs> I felt like really did feel like a phone mm -hmm. screen with one of her matchmakers for like a half hour, sent pictures in, wrote like a little bio about myself and off it went. So mm -hmm. that's potentially a thing, but I'm not really sure what will happen because they might call me in, let's say, November and I'll be in mm -hmm. Austin. So oopsies. Oops. Well. I think there's plenty of those around here. Like I've I've been I've been I think I was in some databases like that for a while, and it was it was kind of cool. Like I it, but I I do think it can be kind of a crapshoot. Um, you know, you never know who else um is getting mm -hmm. that same message from the matchmaker. I was in like the free side of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, always a cool way to meet people if you get approached that way. Um. So if you haven't been like, obviously you haven't been, um, you know, uh, intentionally set up like in a way that's more organized. Have you ever been like invited to a gathering or like a friend group thing where they've kind of, you know, tried to throw a setup of sorts on you? They've invited, you know, a single a single woman tried to push you in her direction. Anything like that ever happened to you? <laughs> you know, it's really funny. We literally had like over July 4th weekend, we had like a massive like kind of like friend argument in our friend group because one of my friends, Hannah, is notorious for you can be like. Yo, like, what's good? What's like? What's her name? Like, I'm trying to see, like, you know, mm -hmm. what's her energy like? And she'll be like, "Oh, well, I put you guys in the same room," and it's kind of like, mm -hmm. "What?" And we'll be like, "Oh, like, can you put a word in for us?" And she's she's like, "Oh, but I put you guys in the same room." We're like, what do you mean? You need? Can I put a word in for you? And like, she just thinks inviting you and 50 other people to, let's say, her birthday party is like her putting you on. Mm -hmm. And we're like. No, and we just go back and forth on that, and it just doesn't work. So what's interesting, interesting is like that feels almost too hands off, and like th there's also the stories of people being too hands on, where it's like yeah. you go to a, a barbecue or something, and like they've kind of set like sit, fixed you up with somebody without your consent. What is like the right way to if you want to fix somebody up or you want to be fixed up? What is that like happy medium? Like if you want to, if you were interested in someone, one of your female friends' friends, like what would you want that friend to do for you? Honestly, it's very simple. Like I'm not like nobody's saying you can ever talk somebody into being interested or talk somebody into giving them a chance. No, not at all. But even just something simple as, hey, you know, so and so is might be interested in or is interested in getting to know you or you know whatever. What do you what What are your feelings? Do you you know what What are your thoughts? And if they have any questions or hesitations, maybe you talk through that or mm -hmm. just put it on their radar. You know, do like an energy or temperature check and just move forward from there because then you can at least know, okay, this is a possibility, something to remotely open to, or no, they're not open at all, and you just move on, no harm, no foul. Totally. Um, no, I agree really with that. Um, and we've got kind of a similar listener question um, that I mm -hmm. think you might have a a good take on as well. Um, I need freaking glasses. I cannot. It's read. like ah, it's the well, it's like the, it's so tiny. Um, all right. Yeah, um, so the second mailbag is friend's wife keeps trying to force setups. Mm -hmm. My 31 male best friend got married two summers ago, met him in my fraternity in college, and we moved to opposite sides of the country after graduating. 
me to the West Coast, him to the South, closer to his family. He met his wife through work, and while I like her, I didn't get to know her all that well up until recently beyond a few annual trips, some FaceTime calls, and his wedding. I was a groomsman. In April of this year, a job opportunity took me to their city, and I was stoked to live close to my best friend again. It's different with him being married and me being single, of course, and being 10 years older, but still great to have such a close friend around as I navigate being the new guy in town. He and his wife have been more than welcoming, but in a way that's caused somewhat of an issue for me. With every mixed gender thing they've invited me to, I feel like I've been surprised attacked by random fix-ups or introductions to his wife's single female friends. I'll get there and his wife will introduce me to someone she says I quote-unquote have to meet just to have some overly eager woman following me around the entire time. I'm never warned ahead of time or even told directly that these are fix-ups, but they obviously are. Uh, these girls will be the only other single person invited in a group full of couples They've been given a lot of info on me, and it feels like the other women there look for opportunities to push us together. It's made things pretty awkward for me at what should just be a chill barbecue or pool party. Big part of this being an issue, too, is my buddy's wife's single friends all seem super set on serious relationships soon. Good for them, but I just moved here and I'm trying to find my footing still. They're also not exactly the type of woman I go for. They're pretty wholesome, good girl types, kind of like my friend's wife. I'm more into EDM and music festivals and like women that are just into the same stuff. I want basically Coachella Girl, and these girls look like they just left the Kentucky Derby. Also, not to sound like a dick, but they're just not as hot as what I usually go for. So how do I stop the fix-ups without pissing off my closest friends in a city where I barely know anyone? I love my best friend. I don't want to upset or offend him or his wife. It just And it doesn't seem like he's involved in the fix-ups, but he also doesn't seem to pick up on the fact that it bothers me. Um, I've never so much taken one of these girls out on a date. So what do I do to stop this? You know, there's that, like, really big, uh, I guess, famous saying that failure to plan is mm -hmm. a plan to fail. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, failing to have these conversations and just being upfront and being up and being honest mm -hmm. is essentially a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. Because if the wife and, you know, the friend are unaware that these things are bothering you or putting you in, you know, precarious positions, mm -hmm. essentially, unless they, a light bulb goes off in their head on their own, they're going to keep doing it. And if it's going to continue to bother you, continue to bother you, continue to bother you, it's going to create more and more awkward situations. So I, I definitely, you know, suggest just saying, hey, I don't really appreciate it or mm -hmm. this is my type or this is what I'm looking for. And if essentially if if it doesn't fit this, if this person doesn't fit this, you know, preference of mine, need not apply. Mm -hmm. Like, please don't do it. And I you know I personally my dad has <laughs> I guess my dad and my mom have each this summer gotten into that phase in their life where they mm -hmm. kind of start to do the same things. Like, they'll have f events at either one of their homes or, you know, family events, family parties, and they'll invite their family friends and their children. And my dad, for example, tried to ambush me at his high school reunion mm -hmm. back in June. Hey, oh, my God, come, 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 come. I have somebody for you to meet. Oh, this is, you know, so-and-so, and this is her daughter. She's your age. She's single. And then it's like he tried to run off, and I was just like, hey, nice to meet you. Shook the girl's hand. And left i was mm -hmm. like i told you stop doing that i don't like it and it's nothing against that you know particular girl and i feel bad because mm -hmm. it comes off as oh my it god puts what's wrong you with in the me? position to look like the asshole too like, then you're the asshole yeah doing it and it's like that's the thing you know that i don't want to happen for that person and if that situation's happening and the person's just really ignoring their wishes then it's like mm -hmm. an another conversation might have to have to be had totally and i, I think the challenge is though is like it's not like there's nothing for him to decline in a sense that like and that's what's frustrating about it is he almost has to like be the one to call it out yeah where he has to say like hey it kind of feels like you've been these feel like these feel like setups like it, it mm -hmm. just based on and i would say to him like when you go to them kind of go with examples like x y and z um, because you can't just it's not like they've said oh we're gonna fix you up with this person where you can say wait a second no mm -hmm. i would say 
I would go to the friend too. Like I think, like I also have a strong opinions about you know mar- women who have been married for like over a year, where all of their Instagram posts of their wedding have they gotten all the likes they can get, and then they start playing Sims and playing God with their single friends. I like smug married women like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I would I would go to the the, the best friend and say, hey, like you know I I I love being in a new city with you guys. I I love you. Love your wife. Um, but based on, you know, every time I see you guys and it's like a, you know, a mixed gender thing, um, based on, you know, the fact that the, every time this happens, um, you know, I, I get pushed to a, a, you know, a single friend of your wives. Um, there's, you know, there rarely seems to be any other, um, single people there. It, it, mm-hmm. it just, it feels like an attempt at a setup. Um, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but this is how it feels to me. Um, and, yeah. you know, it, that's really just not what I'm looking for right now. And, like, don't insult the – I would say don't insult the women. I wouldn't even go into – I wouldn't go into the, you know, this isn't my type just yet until they've given a response. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, hey, like, it's it's it puts – it makes things pretty high stakes for me. And you could even say, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm brand new here. Like, I don't want to be – especially because he's, like, thir- he's 31 or something. Um, I would assume these women are close in age. Um, you know, I don't want to be the asshole who wastes somebody's time. And I just, you know, I feel like it's, it's pretty, it's pretty high stakes for where I'm at right now. Like I would gladly, you know, I'm, I'll meet anybody, but just the way the things are set up right now where it's, you know, one other single girl who's been told all this information about me, it, it feels, um, like a lot of pressure. Yeah. I mean, I, and I can definitely be, um, an awkward situation because it's mm-hmm. almost like they're coming in with the full arsenal of information. Meanwhile, you're going into a situation blind, you're almost being blindsided and like overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. which isn't really fair to both parties because they're essentially coming from two completely different things that are on a complete two completely different pages. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, if you want to set your friends up, give them a heads up. And mm-hmm. if they're open to it, move accordingly. And if they're not, then, you know, don't do it. And it's like, you know, I have the one friend here that you've met, Liz. Mm-hmm. You know, you become friends with her. And I always joke. I'm like, you know what, Liz? Next time I come to Austin, like I'm gonna find you a man. Mm-hmm. And she's always like, please, please do. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like I'm giving her the heads mm-hmm. up, and it's like, do I even know even dudes in Austin to even recommend to her? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. But it's like jokingly funny. Like if she sees a guy like out at the bar, and he's like, oh, he's cute. And I was like, oh, you want me to like go like mm-hmm. ask him like if he's single, like so you can talk to him and like stuff like that. But it's like you're getting that permission before you're doing it, mm-hmm. versus just like bringing a random ass person. And it's like, I right, will. Here you go. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, yeah. No. And I think the best rule of thumb about setups is it has to be about the people you're setting up more than you. Because mm-hmm. so many times, like, I feel like these setups is it's like it's entertainment for these married people who got all their Instagram likes already. Like, oh, yeah. they got their the our story page on their wedding website. Now they have to be in somebody else's. They've got to be quoted <laughs> as the person who introduced somebody. They all want that. Freaking smug married. They all want to be. They all want to get their uh, credit during the cheers. And it's like, cheers to. <laughs> exactly. They want, they want the credit during the cheers. So it's like. Um, and if you if so if you're gonna make a setup about somebody else, you have to like think about first think about what they want and like put them in both put both parties in positions where um, you know they don't have to feel like an asshole like and they have an out basically. Absolutely, and they mm-hmm. deserve that because it's just the right thing to do, and you should never ambush or just overwhelm somebody because it's like if you would never want to be put in that position, mm-hmm. why is it okay to? do it to someone else and Mm -hmm. i just will never be able to understand that yeah and i I do think they've kind of got the right idea of like you know a a gathering or a party makes it um you know low-key versus like i have a friend that i want you to go on a date with but um i think having it where it's like you invite only one other you invite the one person you want them to meet and then you give them (laughs) all this information about the other person and then you just like short shoehorn them together the whole time 
um, I don't think is very fair. It's like, I think it's like you got to make it a bigger group, um, you know, make it feel natural. Take less pressure off. I mean, yeah, take all the pressure off of it to be very stress-free, casual. Mm-hmm. And if they, you know, happen to just bump into each other during the course of an event naturally, then it's like, all right, off to the races. But, like, don't, like, nobody wants to be, like, almost, like, people looking at you in a looking glass. Like, you're at the zoo, and it's like, oh, they're talking, they're talking. They're talking. Mm-hmm. It's just like, come on, man. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's, the, oh, that's the worst. Um yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I would tell this guy. And, um, yeah, like, I, it is kind of like, you know, why haven't they picked up on it al- already? Like, because you would, the, like, one part of me that I did kind of see in there, because um, I do think, like, you know, if it was this, you know, woman that was so much more, like, hand like hands-on trying to fix you up, like, you would think she would check in with you, sort of, and be like, why didn't you call this person? Like, yeah. part of me, like, did read that and think, like, could this just be some sort of, like, southern hospitality kind of thing, and this is just how the chips have fallen? Right, just yeah. Just because, like... When I've, and that's why I think it's important to say, like, hey, like, based on this kind of thing, this is how it feels to me. And maybe they'll say, like, holy shit, like, I didn't, that wasn't our intention, yep. but like, we'll make sure not to do this. But I do think, like, because when you have those, like, married women that are, like, so hands on, like, yeah, they're kind of doing that whole, like, here, you need to meet so and so. But after the fact, it's, you would be getting kind of like a, why didn't you call this person? Or, like, how'd things go? Like, they're very hands on in that way. So I would say, like, yeah, when he goes and says something, like, you know, have it in the back of your mind, like, maybe this is just kind of how the chips have fallen. It's kind of hard to get people together, like, when mm-hmm. you're 30 anyway. Like, maybe that's just how, I don't know, the chips fell. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like there's, it's got to be, like, one of those things that it exists on a spectrum. Because mm-hmm. I think there's, like, the hands-off, like, you know, my friend Hannah, where it's like, well, I put you guys in the same room. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, hands-on, like, the mm-hmm. situation we're talking about, you know, for this example. and. I feel like somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. there's like a nice, sweet, happy spot. Mm-hmm. And it's like both things can exist. Mm-hmm. So we just got to, you know, get to that spot. Yeah. What's our what's our right way to do fix up? Let's do Charlotte and Owen's like guide to, to the best possible fix up. Let's say let's say let's use Liz as an example. Shout out Liz. Liz, Liz Rich. Tells you, Liz Rich. Let's say Liz Rich tells you, Owen, I'm super attracted to one of your friends. Set set me up with them. Um, mm-hmm. What would be your kind of game plan? Would we do? Would we be doing Instagram? Would we be saying we're gonna go out for a, a party? Let put them in the same room. Like, what would be your plan? Oh, I'm texting them directly. Okay. And I'm like, I've done it. Shoot, it's like, oh, like, you know, so and so, you know, finds you attractive. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, I think so too. I'd love to, whatever. And it's like, all right, do you want them to have your number? Do you Instagram or just wait till you see them again? And most times, it's like, yeah, give them my number. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, here's so and so's number, and then here's their number, and so they know which number is texting mm-hmm. them. And th- that's really, honestly, God, that's been it. Maybe there's more, I guess, smooth or subtle ways I could do it. But honestly, I, I just text them straight up. What's the move if? Um, and I, I think most men would love Liz, but what if in this crazy scenario, the guy sa- sees Liz and he's like, I, I hate running. She looks like she runs i don't want to date a girl who runs no i'm not interested in liz how do you talk how do you tell liz i mean ultimately i guess maybe this is my personal thing but people don't have to do that just because mm-hmm. she doesn't mm-hmm. but ultimately i would just say you know he's looking for something a little different than you mm-hmm. are and i don't really think it would be the right opportunity or the right fit and mm-hmm. that would have to be it you just have to figure out a, 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 a way to phrase that but uh-huh. that's ultimately what you would have to convey mm-hmm. No, I think yeah. I think I think Instagram's a move. I think the the group party without too much pressure. Yeah. Yeah, just find a way that like both parties are comfortable with to connect and just drop it into the pot and like you know it's like close the lid and see what happens. Exactly. No, I I like that idea. Um, I think that's the move. 
Yeah. Anything else before we close we close this one out? Any other like words of wisdom for single people? Any, you know, like words of anger we want to give to the smug coupled people and you know the smug married woman that keeps trying to get her hand in the pot? Um any words like that before we close out? Yeah, <laughs> I definitely would say to the uh partnered couples at, at B out there, um please do not, you know, use your single friends for your throwaway hobbies and activities, you know, the things that you would never be okay with or accept. Don't expect them to automatically do it. You know, when people are like, oh, I don't know how you could do it or I would never do this, but you should totally give it a try or mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. It's kind of like that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. It, it's not the compliment that you think it is. It's mm-hmm. actually, you know, really kind of hurtful. Mm-hmm. And it, it's almost like patronizing in a way. Mm-hmm. And people really just don't appreciate it. So if we can have a end to that, that would be great. But overall, um, Really interested to see what, I guess, dating scene, dating culture is like in Austin versus uh, D.C. Because D.C. is a beast. I love that city to death. But Lord have mercy. The epitome of God gives his toughest battles to his hardest soldiers or whatever the hell it is. Mm -hmm. D.C. And uh, looking forward to, you know, setting some roots down here and taking life uh, by the horns. And let's go. Horns, hook them horns. <laughs> it's like Owen takes on Texas, so here we go. Can't wait. I can't wait to have you here. Um, yeah, and before we go, um, where can everybody find you? So I am on TikTok and Instagram. Both are dating with Owen, ex- exactly how you would think it would be spelled, except Owen is O-W-E-N for those who might not be aware. And please, you know, come hit a follow, drop a comment, tell me where you came from, and, you know, let's be friends. Woo! Awesome. Um, Thank you so much for coming on today, Owen. Um, We'll chat next time around. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Yes, thank you for having me. Woo, over and out, everyone.